0: Is someone there? Can you hear me? If you can hear this message, you're listening to Tales from the Mists, a gothic horror D&D series set in Ravenloft. Please send help. I hear them coming, the Mistwalkers.
1: I'm TK Johnson, the Dungeon Master for Tales from the Mists. You can find me on Twitter at TKJoinsTheFray or at my website, tkjwrites.com.
0: I'm Lisa Penrose, and I play your heart of the party, Mercy Albrecht, the Tiefling Storm Sorcerer. You can find me at MercifulDM on Twitter. uh, That's Merciful with a Y. Or at LisaPenrose.com. Lisa, also spelled with a Y.
2: Hi, my name is Kayla Klein. I play Vasily, your artificer slash wizard slash mad scientist. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. And my website, KaylaKlein.com. I'm Ashley Warren, and I play Constantina of Shalamov,
3: the Vistana Bard from Barovia. I'm an author and narrative designer, and you can find all my work at
4: ashleywarrenwrites.com. My name is Hadil, and I play your favorite warlock with too many secrets, Vargas Blackstone. You can find me online in all forms of social media at twittysuch, T-W-I-T-T-Y-S-U-C-H. There
0: are others trapped in the mist too. This episode features special guests Goldie Chan as Lady Elliot North and Laugh Love Lindy as Cherie Saral. Find them as at Goldie Chan and at Laugh Love Lindy on Twitter, respectively. There's something about these new guests that makes my skin peel. This is episode 21 The Eye of the Hurricane.
1: Yay! Good evening, Mistwalkers! Welcome to Tales from the Mist, a spooky campaign set in the Domains of Dread. So, this is not a typical campaign. We have a rotating cast, which means we have four anchor members. Lisa, Kayla, Ashley, and Hadil, And then we have two rotating members. Unlike last time, these members will be here for three episodes. But that is Goldie and Lindy, which means I have to... Chop, chop, if I'm going to destroy them, which I would never do. Everything is good and happy, isn't it? Everything is good and happy. I mean, after all, the last time we all spoke, you all vanquished some mysterious abomination, some psionic horror in the deep, dark depths of the ocean without lifting a finger. It's fascinating, that power, that raw power that you were able to harness for your own ends. Two of you made the conscious decision to take a decidedly evil magical artifact and use it. And even with the best of intentions, you cannot erase that evil from the world with that action. Vargas and Vasily... The both of you owe the dark powers a check. Please roll a d100, Vasily, for using this dark object, and Vargas for your complicity and lying to me, um, which I think
0: is a crime. Um, it is a very good thing; no one else ever does that. It's true.
2: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna use an online one.
4: I feel like. If I say my number, you're not going to believe me.
2: Is it oh, 69 again? Yes. Oh, I got 69 it, last time. That's I, got, it. I got I got yes. 59 this time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Do we Kayla, definitely? send me the screenshot. <laughs> okay. Uh, Hadil, take a picture so that the okay. <laughs> Mistwalker's
1: Twitter can say
2: nice. Let me
4: get my phone. I'm so professional. We better
1: hurry up.
4: Okay. okay. The... Dark
1: powers have averted their
4: gaze this time. This time. This time. (laughs) Please don't eat my booty hole, spirits.
1: It was a very exciting day.
4: Who would like to start? I'll get my lumps over with. Over with? What do you mean?
1: What do you mean? What do you think is happening right now, Vargas?
4: Um, like my ass kicked by Vasily slash the lich blood she drank. Why do you think that? I was supposed to give that box to someone else. I was supposed to give it to my pal on And I think she is now possessing Vasily. Roll me an Arcana check. Sorry, I keep putting them back in the bag, like, I don't know why. I do that too, so I just switch to, <laughs> I just switch to
1: electronic. Because I never put my phone away. Eh, millennials? <laughs> Am I right, fellow kids? So it's a dirty 20. Okay, dirty 20 is enough to tell you that she is not possessed. You've seen many spiritual possessions in your day.
4: Okay. Um. Is there a way for me to find out what is going on? Because I know like, Vosley would never purposely use any sort of term of endearment.
1: That is 100% accurate. Um. And <laughs> because of that, I will tell you what you need to know. <laughs> no, it doesn't seem as though she's possessed. It seems as though she is in a trance, as though she is in a dream.
4: Okay. Um, somebody in chat said Vargas is going to get a spanking, and I'm laughing at that. Um, okay, so she's in a trance. She's in a dream. Um, I want to slap her across the face to see if I can wake her up. Or Actually, I want to go back to drawing a mustache on her first, and then I will slap her in the face lightly gently i don't want to hurt her i just want to wake her. i mean i do want to hurt her but like not right now that
0: mischievous little smile <laughs> i feel like vargas has the same mischievous little smile right now
2: yeah also are your weak little hands gonna break my armor class because no
4: think they're, they're not, hands they're- doesn't they're
2: not? Vargas- yeah doesn't vargas have like a strength of 42 or something um
4: uh, no oh,
2: you mean 420 uh <laughs> let me
4: check <laughs> My strength is plus one. It's a 13. <laughs> so it's like a 13. Yeah. Or a 420, whatever. Whatever you want to go with. This is. Okay. You're the DM. Whatever. I'm going to go with 13 or 12.
1: Okay. 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 So it is a 12 then. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Vasily, you are dreaming. And as you dream, you are walking through a crowded. Marketplace. The sun is shining, there are birds, and all you can feel is a low, curdling disgust. Yeah, fair. I was about to say, ugh. You can smell cheap perfumes covering up musty clothing and mm, meat about to turn. You can smell too many spices left out for too long, perhaps in the rain. You can hear the the low buzz of summer insects, and all of these jewel-toned flowers are just bursting out of every stall in this marketplace, and there is a woman waiting for you on the other side of the marketplace. A woman, and her hand is clasped in the hand of a small boy, Vargas. What did your mother look like? What does this Um, woman look
4: like? Um, so... I feel like Vargas definitely, like, there are... The charming parts of him definitely favor his father, but, like, the very... Like, the elegance of the drow is what he gets from his mother. Um, so I think she would have silver hair and probably darker skin not mist gray maybe like i would even say it would almost be like a navy like a navy blue
1: mm-hmm.
4: like like dark like if you've ever if you've ever been fortunate enough to look at the sky where there's no light pollution at night and it's just that like perfect dark navy and i imagine she has a lot of like she ha- she would have a lot of like Almost freckles. I don't know how a Drow would get freckles because there's no sun, but it looks like her face is covered in stars. Like some people would say that his his mother is very beautiful, but not the most beautiful. She would be considered plain for a Drow.
1: I think there are people who would consider her beautiful. She has a a wide, high forehead with a lot of wave in that silver hair, and it it curls around her ears and her chin and the sides of her neck rather prettily, in spite of the fact that she's attempted to pull it back in a severe bun. There's a lot about her face that is very severe. Strong lines in the jaw, high cheekbones, almond eyes, thin eyebrows. And she looks down her straight nose at her only son. Cherub-faced boy. With a few too many curls. In the hair, ears that are too short, skin that is too pale. You approach and extend a hand, and it is your, not your hand. It is weathered, tapered fingers, narrow palms, calluses. At the wrist, there is a shortcut of wool goes up a straight arm to a padded shoulder, starched neckline. You can almost see yourself in her eyes, this disapproving older man who has deigned to allow her in his presence for just a few minutes. Vargas, this is the first time you met Theron, though you did not know it. And if you were here now, And if you had any knowledge of this memory, you would know that he bent down and set his hand on your shoulder. He looked you in the face, up and down, and took the measure of you, and said, "Fergus, my boy, I have heard so much about you. And he opens your little small hand, and he would put a coin in the palm close it up and leave. Lossily, you are awake and you have a mustache drawn on your face. Though you do he not just, know he it. He just gets to do that thing? <laughs> oh yes, my God. because I'm the boss. Ugh. And because you sassed me <laughs> earlier for eating ch- chocula. Oh well, you ate too much. <laughs> Did I? It's true. Everyone shame TK in chat. I did actually eat too much, but that's not your decision right now. Yes, Ugh. you have a mustache on your face. But I don't know it. But you do not know it. Unless Vargas is right in the middle of uh, drawing it. Vargas.
4: It looks really nice, though. Like, I'm getting that upper lip shading.
1: <laughs> like, I want to imagine throughout this entire memory, Vasily, like... Vargas started with like the curly mustache and then was like, no, I can do this. And then started like stippling. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: I hate it. You don't. You no, love I it. I do not.
1: Okay. <laughs> Vasily, you still have several levels of exhaustion for to be exact. You will need to rest. But if you don't want to, that is your choice as well.
2: <laughs> no, I'm going to go back to sleep. <laughs> I feel like I set up Vargas' drawing on my face, and I'm like, nope. And I just want to go back <laughs> to sleep.
4: Vargas. Well, getting no reaction is 0% fun, but <laughs> I feel like Vargas would understand <laughs> that Vasily truly does need to rest, um, and he might, somewhere deep, 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 deep down, inside of himself would feel a little bad. So he's not going to wipe the West off, but he will leave her room with the intention of coming back to check on her to make sure she hasn't died. He is glad that she is not dead from drinking the daddy juice, which is what I've decided to call it. Thank you. <laughs> it's the daddy juice. Because I already used bite milk, so I can't <laughs> use that. So it's daddy juice now. Daddy
1: juice. Is that what Vargas calls it as
4: I'm Maybe really upset
1: by
0: everything <laughs> I mean, happening.
1: I I... hate it, but not enough to stop it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's like you're watching, like, your favorite sibling get in trouble. You're like, we could blame it on the other one, but I really like watching your ass get beat by, by auntie, so... Oh,
1: I'm trying to think of if I had a favorite sibling, because I had four Never mind. It doesn't matter. Irrelevant. Vargas, you leave the room. What would you like to do? Um...
0: And we didn't get this moment on the ship. Yeah, go ahead. So I would just like to point out that Mercy just got, like, torn apart Mm -hmm. by Ingrid, Uh and is outside of Ingrid's room, forlornly leaning against the door.
4: Oh, do I see Mercy? Because is she within earshot? (laughs) I'm probably crying. Yes. Yes. I will go over to Mercy. I will take I will take my nicer handkerchief and dab at her at her eyes. And I will take left and right. I it's just like a magician's trick in there. At this point I think they're just minor illusions. (laughs) It's just like a minor illusion. (laughs) But I will Cause we're still in the styes, right? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, this is the evening that you returned after vanquishing what I lovingly call the cracolith.
4: Why are you the way that you are? Um Keep it up. I just called something daddy juice. <laughs> Whatever. Um I will take Mercy's hands in my own and I will um I will I will hold her hands and I'm like, Mercy. I Cannot even begin to tell you how fortunate I am to have a friend such as you. I am going to change into something else. And then perhaps... I would like to go out in the town and see what they have for shopping. Would you like to accompany me? You've beh- to hang
0: out with me, even so. I'm um, just nobody likes me and ingrid thought that she was my best friend but then she's forgotten everything and she doesn't know anything about the box and also i thought i was going to die like three times today and i haven't slept and
4: well why don't you how about this why don't you go you take you take a little rest for yourself we'll change into something nice we'll go out we'll buy something sparkly for ourselves I'll check on Ingrid. Don't worry about her. I'm sure she's just in shock. She's probably just in shock. Don't you don't even worry. So? I think so. Go.
0: Sometimes people say mean things when they are shocked. Vasily says mean things all the time. She does.
4: She's just constantly shocked, probably. Um. I so, think so probably. So you go. He'll gently turn her around and like push her off. Actually, would you be a dear and go check on check on Vasily for me? I I know she's just been through so much, and I'm sure. Your presence would just help her through her ordeal.
0: You are so thoughtful, and I am sorry I accused you of lying to me uh, earlier today about the box to the leech phylactery in it. Yes. Um, That's
4: that's, all behind us now. Okay. Uh, Yes, I will go check on Vasily. Okay, after, as Mercy goes, as soon as she goes into Vasily's room, I want to, um... Crack open the door of Ingrid's room and, um, let's see. I'm sure that she, like, she went to wizard school, but still it will feel good for me. I'm going to minor illusion a bunch of bugs and snakes crawling out of her bed.
1: Do you (laughs) want to crack open the door or do you want to poke your head through the door?
4: Is there, like, enough space between the bottom of the door at, like the like you know the floor, you then, know like, what those- it's a flop house. I'll
1: say there's probably about two or three inches. Oh, cool! Yeah, I want to like. It's probably got little swingy garbage doors. Yeah,
4: I want to like minor illusion, like a bunch of gross bugs and snakes.
1: As
0: Vargas goes into. Uh, Ingrid's room, you hear Mercy going into Vasily's room, and she just screeches, oh no, Vasily's also turning
1: into a werewolf.
0: um As <laughs> she sees that Vasily has like sprouted hairs sprouted on
1: her face. Hairs and a mustache. And yeah. you hear... As you begin to be very distressed and call out, Mercy, you hear just a blood curdling scream from Ingrid's room, and then the slam of her door as she runs out, and all you can hear is, Get him off! Get him off! Get him off! as she runs
4: downstairs. Well, that was weird. I then go to the bar because my work here is done. <laughs> I've never liked Ingrid. She's mean, and I want to be the only mean one. I'm the only mean girl. <laughs>
1: Fargus is the meanest girl in this tavern. I'm the meanest girl in this tavern. Now, you all came back. It's strange to think that your adventures yesterday only lasted a night. Oh, no. You come back, and they, they are, are preparing a banquet for the wedding that will be tonight. Constantina, where are you? I am
3: probably in everyone's way, and. Trying to be helpful. So I'm probably in like flitting about like helping a little bit with the food until someone shoots me away and then like going. Are there other like any other musicians here
1: or anything? Constantina, you are all Vistani. <laughs> so we're all musicians. Everyone's had instruments. How many out. <laughs> musicians do you think there are? <laughs> yeah, like, I like to think there's lots of
3: musicians, different instruments. There's probably a few other fiddlers. I feel like violins are... Vistana like violins very much because they're mobile. Um, But there's, you know, some percussionists and uh, probably some tambourines and yeah, lots of musicians. So I'm basically like going around to all the musicians and like helping them tune their instruments and like double, I like made a set list um, that I didn't consult anyone else about, but I'm like going to each person. I'm like, okay, this is the order and like, you're going to play this um, and then we'll switch to this. So I'm like basically like kind of ordering people, about and just like getting in the way and
1: being being annoying but having fun (laughs) check it yeah It, it when does vincenzia take you
3: aside i would say that like after i've kind of gone through i'm like putting all the musicians in kind of like this like cluster and as i get to like the far like right musician and They're, like, kind of waving me off from stopping to um, stop touching their (laughs) instrument. Um, Then Vincenzia, she, like, appears, like, at my elbow.
1: And what does Vincenzia say to you? What's her – what do you think her expression
3: is? I think that because it's her son's wedding that she is, like, putting on a cheerful face because everyone – like, she wants this wedding to be, like, a festive, fun event. But there's something that's a little – off about her expression, like a little a little hard. Let me an insight. Gladly. Uh with advantage. I'm gonna use my really sparkly Constantina dice. With advantage. Oh, I'll use both of my sparkly Constantina dice. Um okay, let's see. So insight, right? Um that is a 16. Um, but my passive insight is 18. that makes a difference.
1: I'm going to say um, we're using active insight because she is actively trying to keep her emotions under wrap. But a 16 is still enough to see that she's not only perturbed, she's also a little worried. And she inclines with her head to the side. She, Will you join me in the suite? Sure. Is everything okay? Of course it is, Constantina. Right as rain. Hmm. And I um, follow her. Her tone is very flat when she speaks to you, and when she leads you into the suite, uh, she she isn't hurried, but she walks with purpose. You can tell that this is a form of business, Vincenzia. She's not speaking to you as Stefano's mother. She's speaking to you as the wild cat of the north. Okay.
3: I also um, tried to change my posture to, like, I'm trying to emulate her the way she's,
1: like, walking. I'm sorry, there are four people waiting for you in this suite when you enter. And one of them you recognize. This is Nicodemus, who has multiple books stacked in his incredibly long, gangly arms. For the other two that are in this room, Nicodemus is a very tall creature, nearly seven feet. Uh, His head doesn't quite scrape the ceilings in this flop house, but it is very close with a long, uh, fleshy beak in front of his face. not terribly unlike a plague doctor's mask made of skin. He wears a sort of slubby jacket and he has these colored spectacles on. He looks very irritable. He looks very tired, uh... Another person in this room is the woman that you met in the warehouse, though she's not wearing her mask this time. She has a similar breathing mask to everybody else, but she's not wearing something to obscure her face. She looks very annoyed to be there. The other two in the room, I would like to start with... Elliot, what do you look like? T Swift.
5: I am just so happy to be here. As Lady Elliot kind of gracefully extends her arm with a winning smile and a sparkle in her eye, she has very beautiful, glorious blonde golden hair. Um, she is wearing a sort of shimmery dress that changes colors as she's moving. She knows that she's the center of attention. She is very classically beautiful <laughs> for a human. Uh, and, you know, beneath that smile, though, there may be a hint of something more. But for now, she's... Just charming everyone that she meets, and she is obviously charmed, even her companions who
1: are in this room. And then Madame Shri Saral.
6: Madame Shri is dressed in noblewoman's clothing. She's a little bit on the chubby side. She's got rosy red cheeks, round cheeks, round face. Um, she appears to be pretty good natured. She's always got at least a nice resting smile on her face. She's got. Jewels in her braided hair, and a couple- Oh, She's got a nice medallion and a a lovely ring as well, and she's just kind of observing. She's happy to people-watch, just enjoying the ambiance of the room, paying special attention to, you know, the bard, as the bard is just- demands it, practically.
1: Now... (laughs) Vincenzia pr- approached the two of you with a job some time ago, and you've been waiting for a few minutes in this room for her to bring back the operative you were waiting for. How did you size one another up? Is she a threat?
6: I think Shree sized up Lady Elliot North, um, but how squishy. She looks, if someone's wearing a lot of armor, that means they're probably more of a threat. Or at least are expecting threats, so and maybe they draw danger. Lady Elliot seems quite amenable. Um, lovely, even. Maybe pleasant companion to travel with. She's
5: looking forward to Truly, this. as the most glamorous and beautiful bard in the room. Nay, say, even in this entire common area. Lady Elliot North really has no need to ever feel threatened by what an adorable creature you are. (laughs) Just, I mean, I look squishy, but you also look quite squishy. (laughs) I, I do look, I do look quite squishy. And I love sparkly things. And as always, I'm always looking for someone to fall
1: in love with. Constantina, these are the people that await you in this room. And Vincenzia shuts the door behind you all. And for the first time since you have arrived in this den of mostly matchbook menagerie uh, uh, operatives and pirates, she locks the door. Constantina has given me a very uh, disappointing report. Her eyes are on you, Constantina. Um what what do you mean? It would seem that you interfered with a handoff earlier this evening. Is this correct? Well sure, but I
3: didn't know that it was a mission for the menagerie that might have changed my actions, but I don't know. She was about to hurt someone that my friend knew, and- And yet you spoke with some authority. Well, I mean, as a fellow member of the menagerie, I feel like I'm allowed to if I think that someone's in danger.
1: Vincenzia gives you a very hard look, and she begins to pace. It is a There's something to her walk, something to her gait, that is predatory. A large beast trapped inside of a very small body. I do not like to be disappointed, and the she-wolf even less so.
3: Okay, I feel like I'm lacking some important information here. Can
1: you... Can you tell me who the the real she-wolf is? Konstantina Shavalomov Everybody knows this. Okay. But that is me, as I've been trying to tell people
3: for several days now. And I don't really know. I'm just I'm a little confused here. I did write a letter to Rusa, and I'm hoping that Rusa can maybe answer some questions for me. But I just I don't I don't know how that could be me if that's me right here. I mean, I don't mind being called the she wolf. I mean, like, that's cool, but I don't feel- feel like somebody else has earned that title, and I just need a little bit of context here.
1: This is impossible. What do you mean? You cannot be the she-wolf. I spoke with her not a few hours ago. Oh,
3: well, okay. Well, that kind of makes sense, because I keep hearing about her, but I just don't understand how she has my name. Because that's my name, you know? Like- You're all using my name. And this is becoming very confusing for me. Like, I'm the real Constantina, okay? Like, I don't care. You can take credit for everything, but I just, I don't know, like, what I'm supposed to be doing right now. And, I I don't know. Do you, do you have proof of this? Um, I start, like, going through my bag. Um, yes, I will say that I, I like to think that my name is on my violin. Like, once I claimed – because the violin used to belong to my grandmother, and, like, I like to think that when I – So it is an Afshalomov family. It is, yes. Yeah, that's, like, why it has the magic that it has. Um, and so when that came into Constantina's possession, um, it – but she kind of, like, claimed it by having her name engraved on it. Um, like, under where her grandmother's name is also engraved. Do you take the violin out? Oh, sure, yeah. So I, like – Kind of rearrange. I have like a, kind of like a bandolier. It's like a magical violin <laughs> whole, whole case. Um, that keeps it from being like this bulky instrument. Um, so yeah, I pull my, my violin out and I, I do hold on to it myself. It's my most like precious item that I own. Um, but I do hold it out and I show them like, here are the names. Like this, I'm an Ashlamov. This is, that's my family. Like that's where I'm, that's who I am. Um, and like my name is on the violin and that's my grandmother's name right above there.
1: Oh,
5: darling, that's
3: precious. I mean, thank you. It's a beautiful instrument. I mean, it's a little beaten enough because, you know, it's been on many travels with me and, you know, it's been well loved through, you know, decades. But, you know, I I think it's special, too. And it does. It has, like, some, um, like, flowers engraved into it. Like, it is a beautiful violin, but it has been, like, worn. So it's not, like, the most, like, gleaming instrument.
1: Vincenzia holds her hands out to receive it. I've never let anyone else hold it since it's been mine, so please be careful with
3: it. This is just to verify my identity. Of course. And I very gingerly
1: pass it over. She takes it between her hands and she turns it and starts tracing her thumb along the strings, caressing the body of it. She turns it a few more times, examines the carvings, traces her hands over the names. She looks at the... How do your clans identify themselves in order to verify that it is in fact a clan artifact? Hmm. How would your clan do that?
3: Oh, that's... That is tricky. I like to think... I mean, we're very proud of our names, Um, so I like to think that that's kind of common in Vistana culture that, like, the the clans go by, like, whatever their collective, like, surname is. Um, hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that would be, like...
1: Is there a crest, or...? I would say... Perhaps
3: a a rhyme, a proverb? Man, I wish I was more prepared for this, because I could... There are some (laughs) great gotcha thanks tk next time there are like some great i mean i didn't know this either we're both making that's fine um i can't think of any like i'm sure my russian (laughs) jewish ancestors are like screaming at me right now but i can't think of anything but i like to think that they're um i would say that they are that like a like a red rose is kind of like a symbol for them so that like that kind of motif appears a lot in their embroidery um so i like to think that's some of the florals that appear in my violin um Okay. Yeah, and so that's, like, kind of common in some of our, like, th- the art that we make.
1: Yeah, a scrolling, a scrolling uh, like, a redwood rose that has been carved in the sides, and she watches, she looks at the way that this carving gleams in the firelight. She looks at it, and she calls Madame Shree. Yes? Is this authentic? Is the
6: magic in this correct, Shree? <laughs> let me take a look at it. She'll get closer and she'll kind of try to put her hands out just to gently rest them upon the violin and examine it and just kind of try to feel the vibrations in the wood. Um, maybe since since it's an authentication, I think an insight check to make sure that the, The wood in the instrument is in resonance with itself, and nothing is fabricated falsely. Does that make sense? Okay.
1: Use your spellcasting modifier instead of wisdom. Okay. Sure thing. Oh, that's really good. Okay.
6: 19. Uh,
1: Plus proficiency or no? Are you proficient in insight? Use your proficiency.
6: Yes, I am. Alright, cool. So that's going to be a twenty-five. Wow. Okay. Whoa.
1: Wow. Okay. I rolled so, a natural nineteen.
6: So. A twenty-five.
1: <laughs> you'll get an extra thing. A twenty-five is enough to tell you oh. yes, this is an, an authentic Avshalomov violin. Yes, the name in it is Constantina. But it is also enough to tell you that this violin has not been properly attuned for some time. All of the magical powers in this violin have not been unlocked. Whether that means that the holder is the true owner or not, it is hard to decipher.
6: Don't take this from me. Okay. Interesting. I think she'll keep that last little bit to herself- um, because she wants, she wants this job to go well. She thinks that's, it's a very personal thing. Constantina seems very <sighs> miffed right now and worried. So she, um, well, you see, this is definitely an authentic Ashalomov violin. You can tell because the wood resonates properly here and it's very strong vibrations, very powerful, magical item. This. Thank yes. you, Adam Shree. We are satisfied.
1: Of Inchinsia. course gently hands you back the violin. I um, am going to very quickly put it away. She folds her hands and looks at you sternly. This may prove that you are Constantina, but not necessarily our Constantina. As such, I still owe my loyalty to the she-wolf, and I must ask, where is the box? Well, we...
3: Kind of opened it, and we kind of um, destroyed what was inside of it.
1: So we fixed it. Briska, go. The other Constantina leaves and locks the door behind her. The phylactery, it's is gone, destroyed, in a sense. I do not understand. Okay.
3: Um, I will tell you what happened to it if you tell me who the she-wolf is. Is it Rusa? It is Constantina,
1: not Rusa. Whoever this Constantina is, that is the identity she has adopted, and I know nothing further. Okay,
3: well, I'm glad that my name is common all of a sudden because it never was when I was growing up, so
1: well daughter constantina never got like her personalized bike
2: license <laughs> yeah. constantina was not an ashley let's just say that oh, no
1: <laughs> keychain
6: no keychain yeah,
3: right. <laughs> no coffee mug okay can i insight check vincenzia over that fact i mostly believe her, but i i really need i need some freaking information here oh that is quite yeah, no. high okay Um, so it's a, what's a a 16 plus 8? 24.
1: 24 is enough to tell you that Konstantina Avshalomov is the name she was given, but now she has begun to doubt that that is in fact who she is. She does not have, she does not appear to have any further information than that. Since this is a, a cell Structure in the secret organization. You said that you'd met with her. Do you know what she looks like? She wears the mask even with us. All right. Well,
3: as for the phylactery, um, my friend kind of um consumed it, and she used it in a spell. Um, no, like in her body. And why?
1: Why would she do that?
3: Um she tends to be very brave but also very stupid which I think is kind of aspirational um, but she was I think trying to help and she used it for good because
1: she destroyed the guardian with the power so it was I am I am not familiar with a guardian I don't understand but that is neither here nor there uh, this phylactery belonged to a powerful dark lord We needed it, uh, a ritual, to trap him, trap his power for a while. Hmm. Unfortunately, uh, I don't know if that will be... She looks to Goldie and, or she looks to um, Elliot and uh, Shri. I'm sorry, I don't know why I'm like this. And she, what do you suggest? Mm
6: Hmm. Who who was the Dark Lord, if you don't mind me asking? I might have insight as to perhaps alternatives, if we have a gauge on how powerful-
1: I'm afraid I do not know his name, only his title.
6: What's that? What's the title?
1: Xaelin Rex. Oh. 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 Hmm. Well, I'll think on it. See that you do that. In the meantime, we have more pressing matters, and, Constantina, I would give you a mission. Yeah, from the Menagerie? Yeah.
3: Yes. And I, like, I am very excited, and then I'm, like, trying to remember that I'm supposed to be,
1: like, you know, cool. This is of great importance. You, and she points at Nicodemus and snaps a couple times to summon him over. He trips over himself and begins to juggle these books. Uh, this creature and Briska, they have determined the location of a powerful necromancer, one who may be strong enough to lift your curse. Oh, that's that's great. Is that, is that my mission? Yes. Yes. Uh, journey as quickly as you can to his island in Todstein. Oh, okay. If I can just ask, what is this curse, my dears? Well... So, I recently
3: sailed on a ship, and it was really, it was really cool. And, you know, my, whenever I, you know, am around other people, you know, my mom raised me to be helpful, so I volunteered to be a crew member while aboard, not knowing that when I signed the pet passenger manifest, that that would, like, you know, kind of tie my soul to the ship. Um, so now I kind of have to, like, go wherever the ship goes. Um and it leaves in like a day or so and I don't really want to go with it. Yeah, so you you can really understand that I was acting with the best intentions. So it's not really my fault that I got cursed, but I am cursed nonetheless. So yeah,
5: that just sounds like such a drag, darling. Oh, it really is. Aww. Oh, I mean, I just hope you I like, like travel. An- oh, a lot.
6: Actually,
3: you know that's another curse that I have, where I have to travel a lot. Otherwise, if I stay in one place for too long. Then I might turn into a creepy
6: demon, like zombie. Um yeah, it sounds cool, but not really cool. Oh. It sounds like this is a convenience of curses, then uh, you don't have to worry about yeah. one while you have the other. Uh mm.
3: I'm debating if I should share my other curse. I'm gonna like
1: DM <laughs> sitting here like, mm. yeah. You now that I think about it, you are like I am thrice cursed. <laughs> it's like I wasn't a, done. You're just a flytrap for them, really.
5: I mean, at this point, Lady Elliot just wants to just like glamour something beautiful on her, just as a nice gesture <laughs> because she Bless. feels so bad.
1: Yeah, that she has such a hard life.
2: <laughs> yep, it's,
3: it's really true. She's quite pitiful.
1: <laughs> yeah, Vincenzia listens to this, and she <laughs> folds her hands in front of her. Todstein is um, perhaps two days' sail north of here. The menagerie has enlisted the services of Lady North and Madame Soral. Uh, they will accompany you after you have lifted this curse. We ask only that you remove the necromancer from the area. We simply cannot have a threat like that. Sure, I'd I'd be happy to.
3: Is there anything else that I could be doing for the menagerie while I'm, you know, out and about? She folds one hand over another
1: and it takes her a moment to make eye contact with you. Constantina, you will have to choose one day. The phylactery cannot remain intact. Think about it. Enjoy the wedding. Stefano will be so pleased to see you.
3: Alright. Real quick, as just this, this is a player reminder. What is Vincenzia's, like, cool title? The Wildcat of the North. Do I suspect anything, like, lycanthrop- lycanthropic? Anything, like, animalistic
1: about Vincenzia? That she would be, like, a weref person? No. She, she does not give off anything like that. You don't smell the curse on her. And typically lycanthropes can smell the curse on other lycanthropes. No. This, uh... If you had to guess from the insight that you took from her earlier, she's just a very brutal warlord. And uh, if you had to guess, a a crime boss that has joined the menagerie. Hmm. Okay. Things change a lot in two years, Constantina. Yeah, I'm learning that. Please enjoy the wedding, all of you. And uh, she waves you out of her office.
3: Me too. What are you think? They're so fun. They're so like I love weddings. <laughs> uh, optimistic. Too, uh, I I always
5: I die. love seeing the
3: beautiful people at
5: weddings. In fact, I'd love to go meet some of them. Shall we? Oh,
3: sure. Let's go mingle and uh, maybe we can play some music, sing some songs, drink some wine. it will be a great night. Ooh.
1: Mm-hmm. What would everybody like to do? I think you're muted. You have I think you're about mu- six hours before the wedding. What would you all like to do?
6: Oh, um. Constantina, was it? I I'd love to have a, a, a small discussion. Sure. With do you, you want to I... go
3: um into uh the room that I have while I'm here? We can go chat in private. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Shall we um shall we invite um Lady Elliot to come with us? This is about a rather
6: private and personal okay. matter, and I and I'm want...
3: I'm Lady Elliot is a little bit eavesdropping
5: on this, and here's this, and she's a little miffed that she's not being included, of course, because. She is the most important person in the world.
6: <laughs> After we're done, we can, we can, you know, maybe let, let Lady Elliot in. But...
3: Okay, sure. Um, real quick, I want to turn to Lady Elliot. Do you have, do you have a guest or are, are you bringing anyone to the wedding with you? You know, like a, someone you are keen on? Oh, no. Just me and my lute. Just to play for everyone. That sounds lovely. Uh, Would you like to dance with me later tonight? Of course.
5: I would love to dance with you. I think it would be absolutely wonderful. And I think before then, I would love to look around a little bit and maybe meet some of the beautiful people who are just waiting to attend the wedding. It just sounds so lovely to meet new people, always. Meet my fans.
3: <laughs> I'm sure you
6: haven't of them
3: <laughs> um, well, great! they will come find you later
1: tonight then yes alright just a real quick Mercy what are you doing right now um
0: after I've realized that Vasily is not turning into a werewolf and I probably panicked at first Um. I've cl- I cleaned her upper lip <laughs> oh you're welcome <laughs> kayla and then i'm just sitting on the bed um maybe like kind of like brushing vasily's hair um she always keeps it so like knotted and stuff and so i'm getting it like nice and smooth and sitting next to her and i'm just like oh vasily you drank that terrible phylactery and now veered runic symbols are turning up on your skin um but don't worry i washed it off um and she'll say things like I know Van Viver and Darkon, I told you about my adventures visas or people, and that you could leave and explore the world and uh, learn so many things for your science, but maybe it was too much advance Broom <laughs> Broom uh, Maybe it, it was too much I've or I just worry about you all your your secrets just kind of like sitting and talking to her unconscious body
1: it's so sweet is there anything you'd like to say to Vasily besides that while she's asleep
0: she'll probably think like the one other thing um that I might say is I was very scared. I... They told me what happened afterwards, that um, you ate that thing in the box, the vial of blood, and normally I would say, sure, drink some blood, that's part of a ritual. But this was a leech's blood, Vasily, what were you thinking? Something could have happened to you, and... I... It's... It's just always been us. And... I don't know what I would have done, and sometimes I think that it could be something more, but I wish that you could see yourself the way that I see you, uh, the way that we all see you, except for maybe Vargas. Um. Because in, until then, I just. I know nothing would be good. So, until then, I'm, I'm your friend. And I will always be your friend. I can maybe like tuck myself in the bed next to her, waiting for Vargas to come pick me up.
1: You were the person who um, tucked Vasily into bed earlier, weren't you? I was. Where did you put her equipment? Um I probably
0: um uh, made sure everything was organized well and was dry um and organized alphabetically uh despite what category or object it was um and uh if she had more than one of the same thing I organized organized it by color anyway and then I put it underneath her bed probably
1: as you, you tuck yourself up against her, you can see a faint glow against the wall from underneath the bed.
0: Um, is that strange? I did not account for luminescence when I organized. Oh, oh I'm to have to redo the whole scene. Um, And I'm going to come out of the bed and like bring her bag out to see what's glowing.
1: You bring the bag out and you can see the sheath where one of the daggers that you share with her is. Oh. It's glowing?
0: I'm going to bring out my dagger and kind of hold it next to it.
1: Now your dagger doesn't really do anything, but when your dagger comes close to it, the eye in the hilt of her dagger glows very strongly. I kind of like do this,
0: like bring it closer and then move it away again. Mm -hmm.
1: And as it grows closer, so too does the luminescence grow as it moves away, so too does it dim.
0: How strange. Maybe it is a friendship dagger. Oh, how funny! it is a friendship dagger. Typical of Vasily, make a friendship dagger.
1: That seems like something Vasily would prioritize, sure. <laughs> Vargas Lady Elliot finds you at the bar. How do you get her attention?
4: Um, well, I know that I want it real bad. I want her attention. I think at this point, like, Vargas would just, like, kick something over to get everybody's attention. Um, what does she do? Is she just, like, looking at everyone? Or, like, like what what is she doing in the bar? Like, does she sit at the bar?
5: I think right now Lady Elliot is kind of perched, she knows her angles in, in this not Instagram world, in this amazing, I don't know, bardic inspiration world. So she's kind of like perched a little on a stool. She knows people are watching her. She's shifting a little so you can catch the glow of her dress. She is attempting to attract attention while not looking like, as we say in the common human world, a tryhard
1: Um, and how is vargas trying to attract her attention in like the way that he presents himself and looks
4: um i'd like to think like by nature of being vargas um like i he vargas is the kind of person that wants to look like the like, the best sort of person, like, whether he's, like, the best dressed or whatever, like, he has, like, a bajillion disguise kits, like, he can minor illusion, like, nice clothes at this point, like, that's his MO, is to look better than he really is. So, I'd like to think that he actually went and changed and, like, put on his, like, nicer stuff, like, illusory stuff, like, whatever. Like, I don't know, maybe that dude owns an Omni dress, but, like, at this point, he just, like, Dressed really well. Um, I ripped up my Tucker Max, uh, pickup artist book to hide that in box. So can't use that. Um, flying but it's okay. solo. But I memorized it. <laughs> yeah, I, I memorized it. It's just a study guide. It's fine. Um, it's more guidelines really. for Vargas will order the most expensive drink, not with the intention of paying for it because he's not going to, um, and have it sent over to her. This did not work in the first episode that I did this. <laughs> but I was trying to pick up Vossily. So. so
5: I will say that Lady Elliot North obviously already has two or three drinks in front of oh, her. Yeah. <laughs> sent by various other men, women, and creatures in the bar. Um and she's every single one she has a little bit of, you know, false humility with <laughs> with with getting it. And so she's always like, oh my goodness, another drink? Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh my gosh, I feel like me. I
4: should just <laughs> neg her at this point be like, no, you're pretty ugly." Huh? Um, is anybody sitting next to her?
1: Louie? <laughs> Anyone sitting next to you? I
5: think that there is definitely uh I would say a rather handsome, maybe slightly monstrous uh female who is sitting next to her that she's a little bit flirting with, but only because Lady Elliot may or may not be a complete flirt. Uh, but there's an empty seat. It's a little bit wobblier than the other seats that is still open next to her. Now, of course, Lady Elliot would never take that seat because she picks the best seat in the house. At the best angle in the house so everyone can observe her beauty. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah Vargas... Uh- as you're watching, there is a there's a, a half orc named Strega with a few braids on the side and one or two scars and a broken tusk that has been weekly flirting with Elliot the entire time, and she's so uh, you you like uh, beer or dance music you like music you like um you like money do you like if I do you like bar fights do you like arm wrestling yeah
5: yeah <laughs> And the whole time Elliot is just, she just, she's giggling like it is the funniest thing that she has ever heard in her entire life. And her laughter (laughs) is so charming that it, it kind of peels so gently across the entire bar. So everyone hears it and is so charmed by it. In fact, the whole bar truly is charmed.
1: Yeah. You like, (laughs) you like jokes. I like, I like jokes. You like, um, I, you, have you heard this one? What's, what's green and smells like paint? What, my dear? Green paint. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh I, I, got, I got, I got, I got a goo. I got goo. What? Um, what's red and smells like green paint? Red paint. What, my darling? <laughs> red paint. Oh,
5: you are just a magical.
1: <laughs> yeah, artist, It's been like this
2: Creature. for now.
1: for too long.
4: <laughs> um, I will like to like. I'll lean over to the the orc. You said it was an orc woman.
1: Yes, half Okay, yes. I'll, like, lean
4: over, and whether or not um, Lady Elliot hears, I'm gonna go over and be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, so I just heard this guy say that he could totally take you in a fight, but I don't think so. When When you say that to her, she immediately stands up and, like, picks up the stool she was sitting on.
1: She takes it between her hands and just snaps it in half. And then, like, she leans back on the bar and, like, flexes her bicep for Elliot. I'll be right back. And then, like, to you, well, no, Argus, Vargas is scared <laughs> of yeah. and just like stalks back across the room. I'll be right back.
5: Heavens! <laughs> oh, they're always doing that over me. So Elliot, because Elliot needs an audience, always. So Elliot turns to Vargas, and it just says ca- casually to Vargas, "They're always doing that
4: over me. It's embarrassing, really." I mean, of course they are. You are absolutely enchanting vargas blackstone i will uh, extend my hand to take hers oh
5: lady Elliot north of not the common norths obviously of course not, of course not. <laughs> of
4: course not. <laughs> um is she wearing are you wearing any rings or anything like that she's
5: just wearing a very beautiful necklace that occasionally glows
4: Okay, well if you're wearing a ring, I would have kissed like the biggest ring on your <laughs> finger. But I'll just kiss your perfectly manicured Perfectly and manicured. Soft, <laughs> soft hands. Your perfectly Instagram manicured hands. She's got like a f like French tips going on. Like it's beautiful. You know, I
5: feel like she has all the different creatures like built into her nails just for fun, just as like nail art. <laughs>
1: I love it. In the background, in like the blurred bit camera background, you can hear a pirate being like, Oh my god, she broke my arm.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: a table oh, like flies across
1: the room. It's awesome. And then
5: oh. since Lady Elliot has her newest target, she doesn't even focus on that at all. She focuses on the camera. Her- <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's focusing all of her attention on Vargas. So she so she turns on her full charm, obviously, because before she was only running at twenty to thirty percent. She looks at Vargas, and she says, Oh, my
4: darling, who are you? I'm anyone you (laughs) want me to be, but they call me Vargas. Have you ever had your Taroka cards read? I bet you have a thousand times. Oh, my dear. (laughs) I haven't had my Taroka
5: cards read, but it's something that the servants used to do, and I find that so
4: charming. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I felt that in my soul. Um,
2: <laughs> she, she's not designed to attack you, Vargas, but if, if she were, she sure?
1: really well. <laughs> I'm just
4: squishy. <laughs> I love it. I'm so happy. Uh, frankly, me too. I love a woman who kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I have to ask, what is an absolute? Vision like yourself doing in a dump like this. I mean, and maybe it looks worse because you're so beautiful.
5: Go on. No, thank you. I mean, I do get that all the time, (laughs) but it is really lovely to hear it from such a handsome gentleman such as yourself. And thank you for sending the drink. I mean, it was the second most expensive drink in this bar. <laughs> but how quaint. How absolutely lovely. And I'm sure everyone would love, including yourself, to hear me play my lute later.
4: <sighs> I would love. I, would I be would I be able to get such an audience? I can only imagine how exclusive such such an event could be. Would would you grant me an audience I've I can't imagine. I I don't know if I've ever truly witnessed or heard good music.
5: Oh, my dear. Well, what they've told me from town to town is that they love me. So I'm positive that my music is lovely. Just as as you are, my darling. As you are. What did you say your name was? Vargas? Verga?
4: Close, en-
5: f- close enough. Uh, Who cares? Oh, so charming. Is that a common name? <laughs> yeah,
4: maybe. Oh. I'd-
5: what matters is I know your uh, name. I- I've already forgotten your last name. I'm sorry, dear. It doesn't just with- matter. With meeting so many people, it's, it's so hard for me <laughs> to keep track of all the little names that I of course come into contact with.
4: <laughs> yes. When when will you be playing at the wedding? I will be playing a
5: little bit at the wedding. I'm just mostly here. I've been contracted to help with some things here and there. But in the meantime, I want to meet as many people as I can, including yourself, Virgus. <coughs> including yourself
4: <laughs> I there's one more person I feel like you should meet. I will go get her. She's delightful. I feel like you will just adore her um, I adore her already, Verga. <laughs> you <laughs> just his name is different every time. Yes. Eventually, she's just going to be like Vincenzo. Oh, <laughs>
5: yes. She's just, she just doesn't. In fact, I think that she is doing it a little bit to mess with him because she wants, obviously, she wants to be more important than she is in this small town. Because let's be honest, actually, Lady Elliot North, is from wealth, but she's not necessarily more important than anyone else in this bar. But she knows how to get attention, and she knows specifically how to keep a youngish man's attention.
4: <laughs> wow, okay. um, I feel like Vargas would just be so enchanted by being negged into the molten core of the earth uh, that he would want to introduce. Uh, Lady Elliot North to Mercy um, for for some reason like Mercy is just also very charming, um, but I feel like Vargas would be like, I have to show you the sparkly woman <laughs> I've met. Uh, so he will uh, excuse himself and like run up the stairs like a like a teenage boy and like. Kick the door open. Does not care that Mer- uh, what's her name? Vasily doesn't matter. It's <laughs> sleep. No. And he's like, <laughs> I know we're supposed to go shopping, but there's a very sparkly woman downstairs. Okay, and I love her. So seconds
0: before Vargas does this, Mercy has been sitting in bed under the covers, snugly with Vasily, holding the friendship daggers, and she's just like. Friendship daggers. I can't believe Vasily did cease. Maybe Vasily is capable of loving another person. Vasily's changes everything.
1: And then, boom! The door gets kicked open. <laughs> when the door gets kicked open, the glow stops.
4: <laughs> that makes oh. sense.
0: Margies, you broke the friendship daggers. You
4: this bit- the door. There's a, a sparkly there woman be- downstairs. I have to show sparkles. you. She okay, tackles. should I get changed? Like yes, she. i I'm, I'm, wear I'm, your fine finery. She oh. was mean <laughs> to me. I liked it.
0: Oh, okay. I don't know if I like sad. That's strange. But I will wear the prettiest outfit.
4: Yes, I want to. I want to help Mercy. Like I want to dress Mercy up. Like. A lot. Absolutely. We will get back to the makeover in just a second. Yes. Makeover, makeover.
1: Makeover, makeover. So think about think about what you want this makeover to look like. We're gonna get back to it as soon as Constantina and Shree have finished their conversation. Constantina. Shree, where do you go? I like to
3: think that we are going to I think I have a room here, right?
1: Oh, I was staying with... There is one right. room. Right, okay. Yeah, I, you were in the suite, yes. which you went to, and now you I just came out of of. the ship. Um
3: Sure, why don't we go into... Um, hmm. Maybe where um, Stefano was getting like fitted for his outfit the other day, like that room behind the kitchen.
1: That was oh. the suite, but you had been in Jeez. there. That was well, Vincenzia's suite. Now, there is a kitchen. There are some latrines. You could go outside. Um... There are stairs downstairs into the tap room. Um, let's go into, like, the kitchen. Okay,
3: I like to think, like, lots of the food is, like, out, so there might not necessarily be a lot of people, like, in the kitchen at this moment.
1: No, no, it's mostly, it's mostly, um, the wedding party sort of, uh, eating whatever they can and drinking a few things. Um, a pup- a. Yeah, getting some of that liquid courage. So there, are, there are one or two servants, but most everybody's in the common room preparing for the wedding itself. Since this is a lunch banquet, um, most people are out eating. The kitchen is mostly empty. Okay, I'd, like, go to
3: where there's, like, kind of a little area for us to stand and not necessarily be, like, interrupted. Um, and I, uh, I want to... Um, yeah, I'm just kind of, like, looking around to see if anyone is still there, like, potentially listening,
1: even people, like, passing through. Doesn't seem like the coast is clear for now. There are, there are a couple of cooks, and when they see the two of you, um, come in here, they sort of look at you curiously, um, one of you is obviously Vistana, the other one isn't dressed as Vistana, but they sort of, eh, eh, could be, eh, Whatever. Uh how do you how do you avoid suspicion?
3: I like to just think that I don't really make a big deal out of it. Like I'm just kinda walking in like I have permission to be in the kitchen <laughs> and just chatting. I um uh do you do you drink? Um should I you... Do you like Oh wine? yes, I do consume substance, yes. Um I'm going to um like pour us each Sure a glass of wine. From my, the wine that I'm presuming is in the room, in the kitchen. Okay.
1: Yes, there's de- there's of wine. Everywhere. It's a Astana wedding. Now, <laughs> I will wa- I will warn you. Uh, for the most part, if it is prov- if it is provided by the inn, it's watered down, dregsy. There, it's kind of a <laughs> it's kind of a toss up for what you get. Um, I. It's mostly just
3: to give us something to do and like a reason to be in the kitchen. Um. Me a
1: D4. Oh no. Am I gonna get poisoned? Mm. Am I gonna get cursed by this wine? <laughs> you won't get cursed. <laughs> poisoned. I have so many other things to curse you I with. Won't. I, you won't won't get get you. I won't let a wine bottle curse you. No wine okay. curse. Yeah, no. This this wine is not entirely soured. It's a white. Um, but it does leave a strange film on the bottom of your glass. Is there a stomach flu current? <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> a one would give you, like, an ale that gave you rot gut, um, which is a thing you can actually get in the styes. Uh, so.
2: Well, <laughs> I'm yeah, trying to, like, bad. kind of swirl it
3: around and, like, clink my glass against my new companion. Um, and kind of, like, lower my voice just... I'm still trying to, like, not make a big deal of us, like, being in here talking. Um, talking. It, it seems like you really know your way around instruments. You seem to
6: know a lot about my violin. Are you also a musician? Uh, no, I don't play music. It's less about instruments and more about magic. Um, yes. Were you aware that you're not completely attuned to your... Ancestral heirloom. No, I, I mean
3: I've had it for,
6: you know, sixteen years, and oh, bless you. Um, you're not fully attuned oh. to the magics within it. What What do you know about it? Then what What can I? I mean i
3: I spend I play it every day. I oil it. I replace the strings. Like I I don't know how else I could be.
6: So you're doing routine, basic. Instrument maintenance on a magical relic. My magic comes from the violin.
3: So, I, it's, we've always, since the moment it was placed into my hands, like when, when people, when people in my clan turn 16, we have kind of like a coming of age, like purpose. Like, we, we need to like find, you know, what we're going to do with our life. And for Mm -hmm. me, the violin was it. My mother gave it to me, and Mm -hmm. that's where my magic started. So I, and I don't, it's always been kind of like intuitive. I didn't really know that there was. And I have other instruments that have kind of a similar effect, but not quite as strong as my violin. Oh,
6: so you, you just have magic, but it's more strong with this one. Well, it'd be stronger if you were in sync with it. How I could do that? And like,
3: do you know what magic
6: is? I didn't have enough time. It's just just a cursory glance, really. Um, but I recommend maybe spending a little time to get to know it. Just feel the resonance in it of magic. Not just music, but magic. Okay. Maybe Um, meditate on it. I don't know how you do your magic thing, miss. Um, Shalamov was it? Yeah, i am but you know, close enough. Sorry, I'm not the best with long names. Oh,
3: sure, This my name is quite long, which is why I'm like surprised at the menagerie. It is has using... a lot
6: of consonants. Yeah.
3: So, like, why is that the code name? Like, there's it's not like it just rolls off the tongue or anything. So, what? No. Um, can I ask a little bit more about your involvement with the menagerie?
6: Oh yes, they hired me to um assist with this necromancer thing. Oh, and to look at some magic stuff. Oh, that's, um,
3: well, that, that's exciting. Uh, where are you from? Are you from? Do you live here in the Oh, no,
6: no. I live in Darkon.
3: Oh, uh, Darkon. I was there, well, I guess it was like two years ago, but it was really only a couple of weeks ago for me. Did I, do, do you know what? Does everyone know about that, the menagerie? That, like,
6: I somehow, like, went, Two years into the future and didn't know it. I'm just contracted by the menagerie. I'm not. Oh, like a full member? Mm-mm, no. Oh, oh. I'm just contracted.
3: Oh, that's. I didn't realize that people could be contractors in the menagerie. It, it's kind
6: of when I was first. There's a lot of paperwork, but you know, once you get through it, it's not that bad. Paper?
3: Really? Um. Did mm-hmm. you have to like? Did you have to do you know the ceremony
6: with the match? Oh. <laughs> um, there's so much that I- that I missed. Have you met the commander? The commander? That sounds like a very fancy title. Oh, um, it is, but she's- she's a little friend. Um, I mean, there's been a few
3: commanders since I've been in the menagerie. hmm But, you know, she's the one who kind of, like, helps us orchestrate our efforts across the realm. I mean, it's- we don't really, like, necessarily have, like, a hierarchy, but they help, you know, keep everything organized.
6: What's this commander's name? Or do they just- Go by the commander.
3: Oh, I mean it's kind of just a sign of respect that we always call them the commander.
6: Okay. I will remember that.
3: Oh, sure. I mean it might be helpful for your efforts with the menagerie. Um so I mean, do you uh, do you believe in our cause and our, our purpose? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, that's fine. We have various levels of enthusiasm.
6: I'm very excited to be working with you on this though.
3: Oh,
1: well,
6: I'm, I'm so glad to hear it. It's really nice to meet you,
3: and I really appreciate how, how careful you were with my, my violin. That meant a lot to me. Well, yes,
6: things should be treated delicately, lest they be broken. That is very true. How well do you know Lady Elliot? Lady Elliot? Oh, not particularly well at all. She was contracted the same time I was. Okay. I am not sure... She seems lovely, though. She does seem very lovely. <laughs> um, d- do you like to dance? <laughs> I have been known to dance. Oh, sure. But do you like it? Yes, I suppose. Would you want to dance with me tonight at the wedding? That sounds lovely. I would also like to meet... Um, It sounded as if you had companions who would be traveling with you. Um, shorter.
3: I think that they are... Hadil is, is putting snarky notes about me in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I... Would we'll be glad to introduce you to my friends. I believe they are resting. Oh, just because we've we've had kind of a busy time since we've been here.
6: Yes, it was quite arduous traveling here.
3: Oh, sure. Um, did you? Did you? T- uh, well, I guess everyone travels through the mists. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that can be kind of tiring, depending on where you end up on the other side, right? Yes,
6: there was a lot of swimming involved.
3: Oh, um, interesting. Um, well, okay. Thank you for. The information you
6: gave me, I will definitely spend- yes. I, should, I hope you put it to good use. Oh, I plan it's on it. It's a very nice relic. I would hate for the powers within to be squandered. Um, me too. I'm
3: starting to feel terrible that I have didn't know that there was more to it after all these years, but I'm glad I It is know. a
6: family heirloom. You, you should put some some thought and effort into it. Okay, I will. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. Starting- Constantina feels terrible right now. <laughs> um, well, thank you. I'm, I'm glad somebody told me. Okay, I have to go. Bye. <gasps> Bye.
3: And I, like, d- drink the whole glass of crappy wine.
6: <laughs> Would you like mine? She says she's like, walking. Around. Yeah, I take it. I drink that too. I, me- I can't wait to meet your friends later. I'll find you. Okay. Where do you go, Shri? Um, does Shri have a room here? Or h- how long has she been here? Shri does have a room. Okay, Sri will go to her room then. So as you go upstairs, you walk
4: past, uh... Vargas and Mercy, did you close the door before you (laughs) started your makeover? There's a spark. Oh, wait, no, uh, the makeover. Then, yes, of course, I'm giving Mercy her privacy. We walked past uh, a particularly heated
1: discussion on the other side of a closed door. You recognize a Darkon accent. Mercy and Vargas, what are you arguing over right now? Um, Well, Mercy
0: would have immediately asked Vargas, Vargas, I know that Vasily used to do experiments on me, and she pushed me through her closet door into a pocket domain, um, and she's mean to everybody around me, and she lied to me about creating monsters uh, that are all trying to kill me, and she used spells to manipulate me, and and I just like go on and on and on.
4: But do you think that she maybe does it out of love? Uh, okay. Maybe I think we just focus on getting you in the big dress, the poofy dress I've picked out. She's very fluffy. You're lovely. Uh, for... I sent a picture to Lisa, but essentially I am basing it off of a picture from Gentleman Jack. Um, It's this big red poofy dress that has like the leg of mutton sleeve and like a little belt and some shearing. And I just want her to put on the dress and stop talking about Vasily because I want to go back to the sparkly lady downstairs. Now that
1: I know it's from Gentleman Jack, the answer is yes. Whatever you want to put her in
2: is
4: yes. I don't care what Lisa says. Yeah, no. She's going (laughs) to be super cutie patootie. Mercy's like,
0: Farkis, are you still there? My dress is so floofy. The skirt, I can't see you.
4: Yeah, like, we're trying to get her in one of those, like, uh... That is what... Boned hoops. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. That is what you boned hear hoops. on the other side of
1: the door, Shree.
4: And then...
6: Yes, I make mental note. I'm like, ah. And then I hurry to my room after dropping all the leaves. You close the door? Yes. You have a call. I will sit down in my chair. And answer it. Madame Chirong? Yes? Have you made contact? Not directly, but I have located the individual. And uh, do you have an ETA? Very soon. Most likely within the next couple of days. A week at the very latest, but that would be if a very many series of unforeseen and unfortunate tragedies were to occur. Ah, yes. A uh, week would be most disappointing. It would be. I would I would be very disappointed in myself. Well, see that you get it done. Yes, of course. Your contact will wait you on Todstein. Thank you. I'll be sure to meet them there. Over and out. Bye-bye. And it, bling, mm-hmm. Out. Yeah, and then she'll take her, her hand off her ring of mind shielding to, you yeah. know, let it, that shield kind of resume. And okay. she is immediately going to... Briskly walk out into the hallway, and she wants to position herself just outside of the door she heard the argument behind. Just waiting in the hall. Mercy and Margus. Vargis, are you sure Zistrass isn't,
0: like, too much? And there's, like, a big puffy red skirt with a bunch of ruffles and, like, big, like, balloon sleeves.
4: Uh, first of all, they are leg-of-mutton-sleeves, you uncultured.
0: <laughs> I love this beautiful 1980 or- I'm Hadil. I sew
1: stuff. Nonsense. Does it have a bustle, Hadil? Does it have junk in the
4: trunk? Of course, and there are bows back there. Oh, no, <laughs> there's a butt bow.
1: Are
0: you sure? Sh- so sir- are maybe too many bows? It seems like a lot of bows and- Serve tea on that bustle. <laughs> Okay, but I'm
4: scared I'm going to bump into somebody and accidentally murder them. <laughs> that's fine. They're, nobody will miss them because you're adorable. You're okay, like, I'm so going to bring my asume just in case that happens, so. Yes, you can tuck it in the sleeve. That's why they're so big.
0: Oh, that's so handy! And I take my dagger and I like, tuck it into my balloon sleeve. What's it called again?
4: A leg of mutton sleeve. Leg of mutton
0: sleeve? Because like, it, looks yeah, like fine.
4: Fine. it looks like a yeah, leg of It looks like a leg of mutton. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> not cute, but fine, I'll call him call it a poofy sleeve if you want. Vargas isn't your real dad. You look very cute. If we're lucky, Vargas won't be anybody's dad. <laughs> wow. Um you're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> Oh man, Vargas is like, you know, your brother's friend that wears like really nice clothes, but is a piece of shit. Um anyway uh, like he gives her hair like a little, zhuzh, like he, like the little. Um, I don't remember the the hairstyle, but it's like a bun in the back, and there are ringlets in the front. And um, okay, so like a romantic chignon. Yes, yes, so like that. Um, and he atta- he was going to put a bow on her horn, and it was like, now that that's too that's too much right there. That that would be too much but this is perfect. You will have to walk out of the door sideways, though.
0: Okay, I feel... Mercy's used to dressing like very austere, um, so she's not used to this much. Um, So she's like, okay, I feel a little bit silly. Um,
4: But you look so cute. Really, Varkies. You are... I'm glad we could bond in this way, Mercy. I do love... I do love fashion. I would like to show you to the mean sparkle lady now.
0: Um okay. Um and I kind of like like shuffle around the room trying to get around Vargas to get to the door in this like big dress and I'm like sideways and then I realize Vargas has to open the door. It's like a whole thing, but eventually yeah. the door opens.
4: It takes a good 5 minutes.
1: Shri, and you're waiting outside, aren't I am. you? Or you are casually I'm walking I'm
6: casually Walking down the hall outside. Very normally. Like a very normal person would. And she's waiting for the opportune moment to stumble into Vargas as they walk out of the door. Ah, uh, Vargas will oh, apologize. excuse me,
4: that was terribly clumsy of me. Are you, you alright? Is it the big <sighs> dress? Um. Vargas doesn't want to be wrung off the dress. <laughs>
0: I feel like I wave and, like, my giant sleeve catches, like, a torch (laughs) and it's, like, a little bit on fire and I'm, like, presidigitating it out.
1: Oh, dear. Uh, Yes. Luckily, polyester doesn't exist in this world, (laughs) so it's not going to melt onto you.
6: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a little bit on fire. how embarrassing. It's perfectly fine. I'm the one who stumbled into you. This is terrible. I am so sorry. My name is Mercy. It's super nice to meet you. My name is Madame Shrysaral. It's lovely to meet you. Oh, such a pretty babe. Are you here for the wedding? I am here for the wedding. And a couple of other things as well.
4: Um, Vargas will... Is this the sparkle lady? (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 she's, she, you'll know when you s- trust me, you'll know what you say, uh, but hearing that she has a title, I see a kitty cat in the corner of Lindy's screen, <laughs> anyway, there's a teal it's a anyway, um, just hold on, I'm just touching my screen, kitty butt, hearing that she has a title, he'll bow and, and introduce himself as, as Vargas Blackstone, um. But I want to roll, because Vargas is a con man, so I want to roll, like, some sort of check to see, it. like, I feel like Vargas would know if somebody, like, accidentally bumped into him. Can I, what, what can I roll for that? You can roll insight versus her deception. Okay, I will roll insight. I will
6: roll deception. Oh, wait, I'm proficient. (laughs) That's a natural 20? Ooh,
4: so twenty seven. Cool. Uh, I got a one, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. I your mind is on the Sparkle Lady. Yeah, no, my mind is definitely still charmed. I also have a very high deception, but,
1: but um, I'll, for telling the truth, I'll ch- low.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for telling, for figuring if people are being truthful is low. Um, I feel like I would just assume everybody is lying all the time. So, like maybe that just means. I don't know what kind of, like, I don't know what her game is. I will, like, discreetly pat my pockets to see if, like, she stole my purse. That's my <laughs> purse. I don't know you. Shree?
6: No. You I
1: think? did not.
6: Your things are in town. Um, nothing on okay. your person has been moved other than you slightly as I stumbled into you.
1: Okay. All right. So the three of you are awkwardly staring at each other in it's a hall. rude.
6: but it's lovely to meet the both of you. Marcus Blackstone. I could have sworn I've heard that name somewhere. I'm sure it'll come to me.
4: I'm very
6: famous. I am not from
0: here. Oh my goodness, Vargas, you kept telling us that you were famous, but we didn't hear of you, and we'd never met anyone who had heard of you, but here's someone
4: who knows who you are! Maybe you are famous, Vargas. I'm sorry for doubting you. I love my D&D show, Tales from the <laughs> Being Dragged to a and Back, featuring Vargas. <laughs> this is a choice you made. <laughs> I did. I just didn't think they'd have consequences. <laughs> How dare choices have Fair. consequences. Fair, but <laughs> accurate. Yeah. Are the three of you going downstairs together? I will be like, we were just going to go, uh, I was going to introduce my friend Mercy here to somebody downstairs, um. How convenient, I am also headed down the stairs. Wonderful. After you, of course, after Thank you. you. So polite.
6: She'll go down the stairs, gracefully. Um, Mercy goes down
0: the stairs, but like, if there's a side rail, she's clutching it. Um, cause her, like, hooves are getting, like, tangled in all of the skirts. Um, and she's just very uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, these are incredibly long pantaloons. Um, much longer. You usually wear them to about the knees, which is where your digigrade legs start. But now they're caught up in the tube of these satin pantaloons, and it is very hard to walk.
4: But Mercy's you look really right. cute, though. Uh, how did you do? How did you do her hair? And did you do it in a chignon or in a pompadour? Uh, in a chignon, so it's like a like a chignon back here, and then there are like ringlets in the front. Ringlets. Oh, that's so cute. Any yeah. hats? She looks so cute. Is there a fascinator? Yes, of course there is. Oh, Don't, is it a top hat? What am I, a farmer? It's like, no, it's like it's feathery, and they're like sparkles. Is there a veil yeah. on it? Yeah. Yes, okay. and little
1: rhinestones. Ah, I look so cool.
4: I'm sure it's very cute. There's like big, I don't know, like phoenix feathers or some other mystery or not mystery fantasy bird.
1: Okay. Oh no, <laughs> the sparkle lady! Yeah, the three of you descend <laughs> the stairs, and before you meet the sparkle lady,
4: Vasily. Yeah,
2: as soon as they leave the room, she kind of Vasily's eyes open, and she like struggles to sit up, and she casts um, encode thoughts. And, like, puts a finger to her forehead and pulls out that memory. She just had of Vargas as a child. And she puts it in a bottle. And she calls out and she goes, number five. Oh.
1: Nicodemus rolls out from underneath. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Which is where he had the entrance to his laboratory. Oh, God. I love the um, sweet boy. Oh, my God. I hate
2: him. <laughs> no, oh. he's the best. Never. And she kind of like weakly hands like hands it over to him. Oh, a present for me, mother. No, just keep that safe. Is this I'm going to sweets? We need No, don't eat it. Keep it safe. I'll have more of these. But keep it put it somewhere safe in your lab where no one can get
1: it. Oh, I will put it in my box of special treasures. Okay. Yeah, sure, fine. <laughs> I put all of my gifts from you there, mother. Oh. Your hair, one of your teeth.
4: This one time when you fell it. Can it please be like a beat up like build a bear workshop box or something? <laughs> <laughs> or like a Nike box you picked out of the a garbage.
1: When you open it up, like it opens up like the Barbie Malibu dream box and it's just a shrine to Vasily inside. <laughs> it's like her half eaten dinner. Looks like Uncle oh, yes. Pataki's
2: closet. Oh god. Okay, well we'll we'll gloss we'll we'll deal with that later. Also, if you could make me something, a cane or something, I need to get out of bed
1: soon. Oh mother, you look awful. Yeah, thanks.
2: Thanks. You're welcome. Alright, go. I'm going to lay back down for a bit. <laughs> he just like slithers back under your bed. You hear a zoop as his um lair closes. She uh, she lays back down and I would like to plan to do that
1: every time one of uh, those comes up so I keep Absolutely. a copy of them. We'll keep a note of that. Keep a note of the memories you've collected as well. I can't be bothered to do it even though I could easily just copy-paste it out of the notes. Mercy. Actually, one second. Lady Elliot North, where are you when those three descend the stairs? Where do they find you? So now
5: that I've been in this bar for a while. Lady Ellie has been in this bar for a while. She's now starting to make the round. She's actually found a little bit of a raised, I want to say there's like a raised stage somewhere in this bar, perhaps, that she can step on. So it's not, not necessarily a stage stage, but just like a little step above everyone else. And she's, she is now holding her lute and she is just about to play her first note of of this song, and she has, of course, a crowd of admiring people just kind of standing near her. Um, and have they come down the stairs yet, or not? Yes, they
1: they are descending in grand fashion.
5: I think that once Lady Elliot sees Mercy, she's going to throw off a like a special spark of rainbows, um, just like across the room, as well as. Like, fill the room a little bit with the smell of cinnamon and fire brimstone, whatever Mercy likes. So, there's a little, there's like a smell that kind of just like rises and falls, um, and it surrounds Mercy and like a beautiful wisp and then kind of flies away. So, so every- essentially, a smell to create her favorite smell, is that? A smell to create her favorite smell. But as it passes um, Vargas and Shree, it becomes their favorite smells as well. Um, And the whole time she smiles,
0: but she's really looking very closely at Mercy. Um, I'm sure this is fine. As they're descending, um, and Mercy is seeing this, she almost, like, subconsciously casts levitate on herself so that she doesn't fall down the stairs. Um, and so she's, like, literally just, like, lifting up and, like, floating, and her red dress is swirling around her. Um, and there's, like, these sparkles, and she's just like, you're right, geese. I do know who she is. It's a sparkly lady. Um and thoughts of heartbreak over Opal and the beginning of different feelings for Vasily just kind of like float away as she sees this beautiful, sparkly apparition. So shiny. So shiny. <laughs> yeah.
1: So Elliot has begun this, this beautiful show, this magnificent display. As she does, Constantina, how long do you stay in the kitchen? I, um,
3: I want, I don't stay very long. Um, and I want to, like, kind of come out into the main room. And if I see, do I see that Mercy and Vargas are down here?
1: Mm-hmm. Mercy, Vargas, Sri, Uh Lady Elliot has begun putting on a show. It's very spectacular. I want to go see Vasily. As you start towards the stairs, there is a shape at the bottom of the stairs, and he turns his square shoulders to you, and he gives you a wide, warm smile, square jaw, thick brows, just a, a very easy smile, and he says, "Constantina, you haven't seen this man for some time. For two years, or perhaps... A few weeks. But Pietro, the strange Vistani that you stood guard with in the woods in Cartacus, is standing at the bottom of those stairs. I... Vargas, roll me a perception check. Seventeen. You also see Pietro? Subtle, Vargas. (laughs) And he smiles at you, Constantina, and then moves past you, and his shoulder brushes yours, and he says... Travel safe, Constantina. I've got my eye on you. To continue up to see Vasily. Okay. You go upstairs to see Vasily. Vargas, you see Pietro disappear into the kitchen. I follow his ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Constantina.
3: I, well, I'm going to knock, but then also just let myself in. Because I don't, My I'm assuming that Vasily is probably in bed after her ordeal. I haven't really had yeah chance Possibly. to do much or to talk to her yet.
1: Are you asleep or resting? Um, She is
2: resting and pretending to be asleep until she sees who this is and if she wants to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to... <laughs> fair?
1: <That's> fair. <laughs> I'm going
3: to poke my head in and kind of slip into the room and trying to be quiet. I'm going to um kind of sit... I'll sit on the bed next to Vasily. That's as far as Constantina can respect personal boundaries. <laughs> I'm not touching you, but I'm sitting next to you, so that's not, you know. I, I'm, I don't... Even, it looks like you're sleeping, but I'm just checking
1: on you. She's going to continue to pretend to be asleep. I'm going to. Hmm.
3: Uh, no, I won't do that.
1: Do, does it matter to you whether she's asleep or not? Uh, to me?
3: Um, I mean, <laughs> I guess. I guess I'll make a Perception check to see if she's sleeping. It doesn't. I mean, I'm mostly there to check on her, but
1: sure. Um, Roll your deception, Vasily. Oh God, at disadvantage because you are exhausted. By the way, I rolled really badly, so A six. <laughs> so eight. Uh, she's been really tired. She could be asleep. Um, I kind
3: of like. I'd reach out as if I'm going to take her hand, but then I remember that she would probably smack me for doing that. So I'm just going to like kind of put my hand next to her hand. Mm -hmm. I don't really understand why you did what you did, but I admire you for doing it. That was very dangerous, and I know that you were working on helping me figure out all my stuff, but I really think that we need to figure out how to get rid of all the stuffing new, because I have a feeling that this is going to be bad. And I'm just kinda like chatting to the dark room. <laughs> um, but I made you an offer and a promise to be your friend no matter what. And um I don't know, maybe we can help each other. But I hope that you are doing okay in there if you're still I think you're still in there. I think there's more vastly than not left in there, whatever that phylactery did to you.
2: Possibly is going to continue to pretend to be asleep, but her hand is going to twitch and brush Constantine's hand. That's cute. cute. Do I? My heart grew <laughs> in sizes <laughs> that day.
3: I, yeah. I'll kind of, like, touch my pinky to her pinky. It's about that. It.
1: My Pinkies. favorite fanfic trope.
2: <laughs> pinky
3: touch! I want to say that are not... Very long because I want to turn the, return to the festivities, but I just kind of want to sit there in silence for, like, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes or so. Just to keep her company.
1: Vargas, let's close out the night with you. You followed Pietro into the kitchen. It's stunning, isn't it? That shock of black hair, that chiseled face, those cheekbones, that wide, warm smile. He got every detail right, didn't he? What's the one difference, though?
4: I want to roll an insight check. Well, obviously, like, he can't be here because I'm Pietro. Yes, you are. I want to know what the- what- what- besides him being there, but there has to be something that I- that I know is off, like something that'll give me a tell of maybe who this is, who it actually is. Go ahead.
1: As you peer into this person, try to decipher what it is about them, they turn- would you roll? Are we doing perception or- uh, You're inciting like, now. Insight. Okay, so just 17. 17? There is something otherworldly about this man. This thing. There's something about him that gives you the same aura that you get off of someone like Mercy or Lossley. There's something decidedly fiendish about- and he casually leans against the countertop. Better mind your own business.
4: I won't be doing that.
1: You'll find I am not as forgiving as he is. Ferron promised me my run of the place. You can either get with that program or die. You see a flash of yellow in his eyes. He brushes past you and claps you on the shoulder. That's what I thought. And he leaves. And when you turn around to watch him go, you cannot see him anymore. Out of
4: frustration and rage,
1: I Aldrich blasts a bunch of pots and pans, and they clatter to the ground. And they lay there.
4: Um, I want to. My final like action is: I'm going to tap my teacup to summon Claudia.
1: Claudia will pop out. Who is he? He was handsome. He was. What would say you a good old fashioned scheme tonight, Claudia? I would love that. Perfect, ugly, in my calendar. And that is where we'll end for tonight.
0: still there you're sending help right they can find me and any survivors at, talesfromthemist.com, at mist tales from dot com at Miss tales on twitter or at mistwalkers where you can find tales from the mist
1: designs so others know your soul is marked only for sorrow